Good afternoon, dear parents and community of HES Academies, and uh, welcome with us in the studio, uh, Salima Hamoud from LAHC and Tom Donahue, also from LAHC, Substance Use Disorder and Mental Health Program Coordinator. Uh, and today's topic will be about online gambling and sports betting, what parents need to know. It's going to be presented both in Arabic and English. Very important topic. Uh, you might not know much about it, but after this presentation, you will know uh, all what you need to know about it. It's a problem that's only getting worse over time. So it's very important for us to be aware of it uh, as early as possible. Uh, without further ado, I present to you LAHC with what uh, all what you need to know about gambling and sports betting. Thank you very much, uh, Wissam, and thank you for having us uh, today. We're happy to be here. And um, like you said, this is such an important topic. Um, it is on the rise. Um, our young people are gambling. They're finding ways to gamble. Um, and, you know, just the more that people gamble, the more likely it is that they're going to see problems down the line um, with respect to their gambling. So um, we are kind of just jumping in today. We are going to start with Really, what is gambling in general? Um, this is something that, uh, again, is is very important to think about. Um, it may seem very simple, but it's also kind of nuanced and, and changing, um, you know, every day. So, what is gambling? We have two definitions here on the screen. Um, so, we do have, you know, one definition is basically the practice of placing a bet um, or playing some sort of game for a chance at money. Um, now, money is usually pretty important to gambling, but this other definition is something we have to keep in mind, too, um, is that, you know, we might be wagering money, but we also might be wagering something of value to us that isn't uh, necessarily a monetary value. Um, so, you know, we might be wagering something or betting something um, like pride or something that doesn't come down to money, um, but it's still important to us. And the whole overall point of gambling is that um, there's some sort of uncertain outcome here. So those are just kind of two definitions of gambling. We're going to get into those a little bit more um, as we go today. اليوم عم نحكي نحن عن المقامرة أو القمار عبر الإنترنت والمراهنات الرياضية يعني شو لازم نحن الأباء والأهل نعرفه عن هذا الموضوع القمار هو موضوع جدا حساس وكتير هلأ من الشباب هنا عم بيمارسوا هذا الشيء عبر الإنترنت وهو يمكن يبين أنه هذا الشيء سهل وبسيط بس هو عالم كتير واسع سو so, اذا بدنا نجي نحن لموضوع القمار بدنا نعرفه سو so, القمار عبر الانترنت هو نحن بنمارس وضع الرهان او اللعب لحتى نحصل على فرصه للمال او لحتى نكسب من هيدا الشيء مصاري معينه سو so, يمكن نراهن نحن بالمصاري او يمكن نراهن على شيء عنده قيمه لحتى نحصل على نتيجه واوقات هيدي النتيجه بتكون مؤكده او غير مؤكده لانه نحن بالنهايه عم نراهن على شيء مش عارفين اذا حيزبط هيدا الشيء ولا لا. So when we start to think about online gambling, that is uh, again one of the main points of today's presentation. Um, you know, we, we want to think about this because this is really what is growing. This is what's really uh, on the rise when it comes to gambling nowadays. So um, you can you know, think of this as internet gambling. It's also called e-gambling sometimes. Um, and basically what this is, is just gambling of any form using the internet. Um, and internet gambling really is a way um, to you know, place bets. You could be betting on casino games. You could be betting on you know, sports, things like that. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that too um, as we go here today. So usually though, when we're talking about online or internet gambling, uh, we're also talking about using credit cards or credit card accounts um, to bet, which we'll get into a no, another whole host of uh, potential problems down the line. Uh, and those wins or losses uh, are going to be kind of paid out uh, accordingly using those credit cards. سو so, إذا نحن بدنا نعرف هلا المقامرة عبر الإنترنت هي كمان تعرف بهيدا العنوان المقامرة عبر الإنترنت و... واسم تاني اللي هي المقامرة الإلكترونية سو so, نحن هيدا الشيء كله بيصير عبر ال... الإنترنت سو آه... so, بنستخدمه بوسيلة الإنترنت على التليفونات مطرح ما بنكون قاعدين آه... 
سو so, um, ممكن هيدي المقامره عبر الانترنت كمان هي طريقه لحتى نستخدم الانترنت لحتى نراهن على العاب الكازينو او العاب الرياضيه وغير العاب ثانيه عاده بنحط هيدا نحن بس ما نلعب هيدي المقامره فهي بنحط نحن مثل رهانات اذا احنا حنربح هيدا الشيء ولا لا هيدي الرهانات بتكون من خلال حسابات من بطاقات الائتمان تبعنا يلي هي معروفة بالكريدت كارد أو دبق كارد وبيكون بيتم دفع هيدي الأرباح أو الخسائر أو تحصيلها وفقاً لهذا الشيء يعني إذا ربحنا بنحصل على المصاري من خلال هودي بطاقات الائتمان وإذا خسرنا بنكون عم نخسر من المصاري اللي نحن عم نحطهم من بطاقة الائتمان تبعنا So when we talk about when uh, internet gambling actually started It's really actually close to when the internet was first born or first created. Um, so way back in, in 1994 is when online gambling is said to have begun. Um, and, you know, again, that's just kind of increased and risen ever since then. Um, more recently in, in 2019, late 2019, um, our governor signed online gambling and sports betting into law. Although I will say it didn't take effect um, immediately there. So, internet. internet حاكم ولاية ميشيغان وقع قانون بشأن هذه المقامرة والمراهنات الرياضية عبر الإنترنت. So like we just mentioned, uh, online betting was, was uh, passed into law in late 2019. Um, it didn't actually launch in Michigan, though, until January of 2021. So um, this was actually in part due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, that kind of slowed down some things there. Um, but online gambling did um, you know, start in 2021. Um, and immediately after, unfortunately, we were starting to see Um, increases in Michigan's gambling uh, helpline. Um, so those, you know, spiked, they increased sharply as soon as this was launched in Michigan. So, مثل ما قلنا إنه تم إطلاق والتوقيع على هذه المقامرة بشأن الإنترنت المراهنات عبر الإنترنت بال2019 ولكن ما ما عملنا هذا الشيء فعليا او ما بلشت العالم تشتغل بهذا الشيء فعليا بميشيغان غير لكانون الثاني ب 2021 وبعدين ارتفعت المكالمات لخط المساعد الخاص بالمؤامره بميشيغان وهذا الشيء كان فعليا بس بلشت شوي الكورونا وتضخم هذا الشيء اكثر وتضاعفت المكالمات او المقامره عبر الانترنت بشكل اكبر بال 2021 So I don't want us to get lost in, in this graph and um, these you know, statistics and things like that too much, but I think it does bring to light a little bit more uh, you know, about what we're talking about here. So this graph is the number of Michigan problem gambling helpline calls uh, going back to 2019. Uh, and then you can see kind of sharp increases um, basically right after this was passed, even though it wasn't quite in effect in late 2019. Uh, but then we see a really sharp increase around January 2021, February 2021, uh, when this launched. And I do also want to, again, bring in a little bit of, of these numbers here. Um, but again, let's not get lost uh, in them too much. So the Michigan Gaming Control Board actually announced that uh, we as Michiganders as a whole had placed uh, about 42.7, almost $43 million in bets in just the first day, 10 days of online betting being legal. So, you know, that's an average of, you know, $4 million every single day that we're betting. Um, and, you know, in that next month of, of it being legalized, um, calls again were spiking. So there were about 563 gambling addiction calls to this helpline placed in February, um, which is more than, you know, double uh, what it had been just, you know, a year prior. So. There's a huge increase in the number of people who are reaching out for help immediately after gambling was legalized in our state. 
سو so, اذا بدنا نحكي هلا عن الرسم البياني الموجود قدامنا هي مثل مثال عن خطوط المساعده للمكالمات من بعد ما نحن بعد ما الاشخاص تكون تعرضت للمراهنات عبر الانترنت اذا لاحظنا من عام 2019 بعدين بلشت تنزل شوي بعدين وصلت للاكستريم تبعها بلشت تطلع هيدي الخطوط المساعده عبر الانترنت والمراهنات بشباط 2021 وادار 2021 سو so, اذا بدنا نحكي هون انه في كمان اذا بدنا نحكي على ارقام معينه نحن كاشخاص عايشين بميشيغان اعلنت لوحه التحكم بالعاب ميشيغان انه حطوا في 42.7 مليون يعني 43 مليون دولار وضعت بالرهانات هذا بس باول 10 ايام من المراهنه عبر الانترنت وبالشهر التالي ارتفعت هذه المكالمات لخط المساعد الخاص بمشكلة المقامرة عبر الانترنت بميشيغان وتم إجراء شيء 563 مكالمة تتعلق بإدمان المقامرة على خط المساعدة مثل ما شفنا بشباط 2021 آه، عفوا بشباط واكثر من ضعف عدد المكالمات اللي تم اجراءها بديسمبر 2020 قبل اطلاق الالعاب عبر الانترنت. And so there are really a number of different reasons that we'll be talking about today that um, you know we're seeing these large increases in gambling problems and people reaching out for help when it comes to gambling and one of these reasons one of the main reasons really um, is just the like access uh, of the thousands of different types of games that people can play, uh, not only in a casino, but also online. So, you know, basically any game you can play at a casino, you can also find online. Um, things like poker or table games, even though, you know, it's virtual, uh, a person behind their computer screen or even on their phone could be playing these same sorts of games. Uh, same thing with even bingo, lotteries, there's online lotteries. Um, sports betting for sure. Uh, we also have just online casinos themselves, uh, which you know gives that very similar feel to that in-person casino. Uh, and then other other types of betting, things like horse race betting, um, other things related to that as well. So just a huge number of different games that people can play, not only in person, but now they can play online as well. So. في عنا كثير من أنواع المقامرة عبر الإنترنت في يوجد من الألاف اللي هي مش بس نوع واحد اللي هو الكاسينو في عنا كثير من أنواع المقامرة وفي الواحد يعني يلعب بهود القصص من هو موجود بالبيت ومش بس لحاله في يلعب مع مجموعة من الناس وعبر الإنترنت ومن خلال التليفونات من هود الألعاب هي فيها تكون اليانسي بالبينجو لعبة البوكر الكاسينو على الإنترنت المراهنات الرياضية ومراهنات سباق الخيل شو هيد سو هيدي كلها هي من انواع الالعاب وانواع المقامره اللي في الواحد تكون هي عبر الانترنت. And so why do people actually engage in online gambling in the first place? Uh, you know, why would they choose this maybe over an in-person form of gambling? Um, these are the sorts of things that we want to think about uh, because that can help us actually start to limit this problem. So For one thing, uh, I mentioned this a little bit, and we just talked a little bit about the access of the number of games, but also just access in general. So people can play these games online. They can play them at home. They can play them basically anywhere they go. Most of us have smartphones nowadays, uh, and pretty much any smartphone can access um, these different types of you know, gambling, uh, and then people can gamble anywhere they go. Uh, with that, tutorials, I think, also make this a lot more likely for people to get involved in. So, you know, if your youth uh, plays video games or something like that, um, there's often, if they're just starting out a new game, there's often a tutorial or kind of an easy level or something like that to help them learn the controls. Um, we are actually seeing this when it comes to online gambling as well. Uh, there's kind of an easier version of the gambling game. Um, or you know, placing a bet that doesn't actually cost real money um, to get the person kind of hooked on this. They might see that they're starting to win uh, and then they actually go to play for, for real, for money, uh, and then kind of the odds have changed. Um, so we're seeing that actually that people are getting um, kind of hooked on online gambling because of these tutorials, making it accessible 
uh, and then they're actually you know getting trapped and, and losing money uh, potentially down the line because of that. We also know that, uh, like I mentioned, if you go to a casino or a person goes to a casino, uh, they can actually you know gamble at a number of different types of games. Uh, but sometimes different casinos have different games available. Uh, and when it comes to online gambling, online casinos, they have a lot more available. So you might be able to play a game online that you might not be able to find in person. Uh, with that, there's also an accelerated rate of play or a speed of play. Uh, what this means is that a person can just keep playing this game very quickly. Uh, we talk about slot machines in person. They can you know, accept a new bet every about six seconds. Uh, when it comes to something online, it can be even faster than that. So somebody can be playing, they could be winning very quickly, uh, but it's a lot more likely they're going to be losing very quickly. And finally, another reason why um, you know people, especially youth, uh, might be engaging in online gambling as opposed to in-person gambling is the age factor. So you know, young people can actually lie about their age. They can access online uh, casinos and things like that when they wouldn't be allowed to get into a real uh, you know brick and mortar casino so السؤال هون انه ليش اغلب الاشخاص بيشاركوا بالمقامره عبر الانترنت نحن في عنا اكثر من سبب ومن خلال هيدي من عده هيدي الاسباب هي انه فيهم الناس يلعبوا بالمنزل او بالبيت او باي مكان هن بيكونوا فيه مش ضروري يروحوا على محل الكازينوز سو so, او نحن اغلب الاشخاص بحياتنا هلا صار عندنا الاجهزه التليفونيه الحديثه التليفونات صار so, التليفونات هي فينا نحن يكون عندنا اكسس لكل شيء فينا نستعمله وبتكون اهون لنا او للاشخاص اللي هن بيشاركوا بهيدا المقامره انه يعملوا هذا الشيء عبر التليفونات السبب الثاني ممكن يكون كمان انه الدروس التعليميه بتتيح للاعبين امكانيه الوصول للالعاب فهي ممكن اول شيء تبلش بلعبه ويلاقي هذا الشخص حاله انه هو عم بيربح اكثر واكثر بيصير عنده الحافز الاكثر انه يرجع يفوت لالعاب اكثر وتادي القصه لانه يراهن على المصاري او على شيء قيمه معينه مثل ما حكينا قبل لحتى يغوص بهذه المقامره عبر الانترنت بشكل اكبر السبب الاخر انه من خلال المؤامره عبر الانترنت بيكون في متوفره العاب يلي ما ممكن فينا نلعبها نحن بالاشخاص انه يلعبوها بالكازينوات او بالكازينوس اذا تروح على محل كازينو في عندنا في يكون العاب معينه اشخاص ما فيها تلعبها ولكن عبر الانترنت هي بتتيح الفرصه لك انك تجرب كذا لعبه معينه عبر الانترنت ومن السبب الرابع ايضا انه يكون في عندك سرعه اكثر باللعب عبر الانترنت في عنا سرعة أكثر ممكن تاخد أقل من ست ثواني إذا بدنا نقول إنه لعب عبر الكازينو بمحل معين رحنا عليه بياخد شي ست ثواني على الانترنت على التليفون هي حتكون بسرعة أكبر سو so الشخص بحس بحافز أكثر والسبب الآخر إنه الناس ممكن يكسبوا بشكل بشأن أعمارهم مثلا في عنا يمكن ألعاب معينة ما في الشخص تبع 12 أو 18 سنة يشارك بهيدي اللعبة عبر الإنترنت ما حيطلبوا منك شاهد معين إذا أنت فوق السن المعين فيك تلعب هيدي اللعبة ولا لا سو في عندك الحرية والمجال أكثر باللعب عبر الإنترنت We also know that, unfortunately, online gambling um, can be very highly addictive. Um, this is something that is, you know, again, being researched. It is still relatively new, uh, or at least, you know, the access and the, the number of people who are playing uh, has increased more recently than, than in the past. Um, but there's a couple reasons why online gambling might be even more addictive Um, than again in-person gambling and the first one is again it goes back to the availability the access part of this so there really is no limitation when it comes to availability if you do have a phone if you do have a computer um, you know if your youth have these things they can actually be gambling they can be gambling anywhere anytime um, you know there's no limit on that again kind of next part is very similar. There's no limitation on that time. So uh, again, you could be playing, a person could be playing when they're at school, a person could be playing if they're at work. Um, it's very easy for a person to be playing these games repeatedly 
even without taking a break. Um, and then finally, when it comes to using um, credit cards and things like that, again, there's still some sort of limitation when it comes to money, but there's less limitation uh, when it comes to money than you would have in person. So uh, when a person is betting with a credit card, they can rack up a lot of debt very quickly uh, as opposed to, again, going in a casino actually and doing that. So I do also want to point just to this, this uh, image here at the bottom of the screen. Um, this is just kind of a continuum of the risk that we're seeing. So, you know, if a person is not gambling at all, a person of any age really, um, you know, they're not going to be at high risk at all uh, for a problem with gambling. The more a person starts to gamble, if they gamble, you know, once a month or something like that, they're still going to be usually at a low risk for developing problem gambling. But the more time and the more money um, they're spending gambling, the more we're going to be shifting to the right side of the screen here. So if a person is gambling a lot or they're gambling with a lot of money, um, it's a lot more likely that they're going to start to see those problems. So, ممكن إنه المقامرة عبر الإنترنت هي تسبب الإدمان بشكل كبير. ومن خلال ليش ممكن تسبب الإدمان في عنا كذا سبب أو عامل من هذا الشيء. أول سبب إنه نحن ما في عنا الأجهزة الإلكترونية فينا نوصل لها. يعني ما في عنا قيود اللي هي بتكون متوفرة بسهولة عند كل الأشخاص وعند كل الشباب والأعمار. طالما مثل ما قلنا إنه نحن متوفر هذا التليفون أو أي جهاز هو عم بيستعمله ففي عنده كتير سهولة إنه يمارس هذه المؤامرة عبر الإنترنت ويمارسها بشكل فعال أكثر مما يمارسها بشكل هو وجوديا ويروح على محلات الكازينوات بشكل إنه هو موجود. من السبب الثاني أيضا كمان ما في عنا قيود على الوقت. في يمكن هذا الشخص يلعب هذه المؤامرة عبر الإنترنت بالبيت يلعبها لساعات طويلة بالليل بالنهار معش ينتبه للوقت قد هو عم بيأخذ منه هذا هذا الشيء عم بيأخذ منه وقت من حياته إنه ممكن عم بينبسط بهذا الشيء ما عم بيحس قد إيه مثل الوقت اللي عم تنهدر سو so, وعم بتكون كتير سهلة إنه هو يحصل عليها السبب الثاني كمان في عنا قيود قليلة في عنا مثل حدود شوي على المال بس كمان مش بشكل كبير مع الائتمان فيك تربح لكتير من المال أوقات فيك تخسره قبل ما توقف هيدا الشيء فهون بيكون الشخص ما عم في يعمل كمان مثل توازن وإذا ما نلفت بس الانتباه لهيدي الصورة الموجودة بآخر الصفحة إذا نحن ما نعتبر أنه في شخص ما عم بيمارس هيدي المؤامرة عبر الانترنت فهو ما في خطورة عليه أو على حياته أو ما في خطورة أنه يخسر المال أو يخسر هالقصص اللي هو عم بيحطها عبر الانترنت لأنه بالنهاية هو مش عم بيمارس هيدا الشيء بعدين بنجي انه في شخص عنده المصاري عم بيمارس هذه المؤامره عبر الانترنت بس بشكل كثير ضئيل مش كل يوم ولا فعليا فهون في عنده اقل خطوره بينما انه اذا كمان بنرجع بنروح عند الاشخاص اللي هني عم بيمارسوا هذه المؤامره عبر الانترنت بشكل فعلي وكل يوم وعم بيشكل هذا الشيء انه كل يوم هني لازم يمارسوا هذا الشيء فهون نحن في عندنا مشاكل المؤامره ومشاكل الادمان على المؤامره من خلال الانترنت فممكن هذا الشخص يبلش يعاني من هود العوارض اللي ممكن عم نحكي عنها يعني هو ما عنده قيود على الوقت ولا قيود على المال So we mentioned a little bit about the access uh, piece and also why people might choose online gambling as opposed to in-person gambling and, and some of the risks that come with that. Uh, but we do have some additional risks that I think people don't always think about as well. So um, the first one is just based off the data that we're seeing, people who are coming into, again, this is kind of of any age, people who are coming into gambling treatment who have used the internet to gamble um, actually tend to have more severe problems with gambling. So um, that's not necessarily to say that online gambling itself is the problem, but just what we've talked about so far, that access, um, how much time a person can spend on it, um, you know, those factors are leading to this increased uh, problems that they're having. With that, we also see um, that online gamblers actually tend to almost become sort of numb or decrease, you know, their perception of the value of cash. 
Um, so in a sense, they're, they're almost forgetting that they're really spending real money when it comes to gambling. They're actually using their real money uh, online. And the more a person gambles online, the more numb they get to that. And again, that can lead to them losing a lot of money very quickly and just continuing to lose money from there. And finally, uh, this is something that I, I think definitely people don't always consider is that whenever you're using your credit card online, um, you know, maybe a person is going to a site uh, to gamble that's not, uh, you know, the best type of site, your card could be vulnerable to capture. So, you know, even if you are not um, gambling outside of your means or the person is not gambling outside of their means, um, that credit card, that information actually could get hacked. Uh, and then that person would have, you know, a different sort of problem, not necessarily gambling related problems, but um, that's something to consider as well. سو اذا بدنا نحكي كمان عن مخاطر اضافيه اخرى عن المؤامره عبر الانترنت غير اللي ذكرناهم قبل ممكن فينا نقول انه الاشخاص اللي هن بيلجؤوا للقمار او علاج القمار عبر الانترنت وبيستخدموا الانترنت للمقامره هن بيعانوا من مشاكل اكثر حده وهذا الشيء ممكن يزيد عندهم اكثر كل ما انخرطوا بهذا الشيء اكثر وغالبا الناس اللي بتستعمل المؤامره عبر الانترنت مثل بتتخدر او معش بتنتبه انه هي عم تصرف مصاري حقيقيه على المؤامره لانه بالنهايه هن عم بيستعملوا مثل ما قلنا اوقات بطاقات الائتمان ما في كاش بايديهم سو ما عم بيعرفوا قد ايه قيمه هيدي المصاري اللي هن عم بيصرفوها او عم بيهدروها معش بيصير عندهم ايميل للنقد اللي هن عم بيصرفوه ومعش وبينسوا اوقات انه هن عم بينفقوا اموال حقيقيه واوقات كمان مثل ما قلنا قبل انه المؤامره عبر الانترنت انت عم تستخدم عم تستخدم بطاقات الائتمان تبعك وعم تستخدمها بشكل الاونلاين عبر الانترنت فهيدي التفاصيل تبع بطاقه الائتمان ممكن اوقات كثير اشخاص يقدروا يخترقوا هيدي التفاصيل او هيدي المعلومات تبع بطاقه الائتمان وتكون الاموال تبعهم هي عرضه للسرقه من خلال الاشخاص اللي هن عم يخترقوا اللي يخترقوا هيدي المعلومات تبع البطاقه الائتمان خاصه بس نكون عم نمارس هذا الشيء عبر الانترنت والاونلاين لانه في كثير ناس ممكن تعاني من سرقه المعلومات تبعها. So we mentioned this a little bit earlier um, that our young people may be finding ways to gamble online uh, and it may be easier to do that again than going to a real casino or something like that. Um, the question that, that we get sometimes is, you know, don't you have to be at least 18? In other cases, 21. Um, that just depends on, you know, the area, what type of um, betting we're talking about. But don't you have to be at least 18 years old to gamble online? Uh, and theoretically, the answer to this is yes, but uh, it's a lot you know, it's very easy for a person to actually go on and gamble. So we have actually heard of teens, or not even teens, I guess, uh, people as young as 12 years old betting real money online. And um, this, you know, we've heard a couple different ways that this happens. Usually with these websites, um, as soon as a person goes to the site, there will be a little pop-up that says, you know, just a simple question, are you over 18 or are you over 21? Again, depending on um, those different uh, things there. Um, but a person can easily just click yes to that. There's usually not a big verification process um, because these, these gambling corporations, they wanna make money. Um, they're you know saying that they're doing their part by having that question there, but it's very easy to bypass for those young people if that is something that they're they're trying to find a way to do, unfortunately. So, مثل ما حكينا قبل إنه المقامرة عبر الإنترنت هو كتير سهل إنه الشباب يحصلوا عليها ويمرسوها غير ما المقامرة نروح نحن نمارسها بشكل فعلي بمحلات كازونيات معينة. فالسؤال اللي بيطرح نفسه هون إنه هل من الضروري إنه يكون عمره الشخص من 18 سنة وما فوق على الأقل لحتى يمارس هذه المقامرة عبر الإنترنت؟ الجواب الفعلي هو نعم انه انت لازم تكون اكثر من 18 يعني يكون عمرك 18 سنه وما فوق بس لكن نحن مثل ما ذكرنا قبل انه قد ايه سهله انه الواحد يمارس المؤامره عبر الانترنت لانه خلص بس في بوكس معين 
بتكبس عليه اذا انت فوق ال 18 او اقل من ال 18 يعني ما في شيء شاهد معين ممكن تارجيه انت او اثبات معين انه انتم فوق ال 18 سنه او لا فعشان هيك بنلاحظ انه اكثر الناس اللي تحت ال 18 سنه والشباب هن ممكن يكون عندهم كثير سهوله انه يمارسوا هذه المؤامره عبر الانترنت يعني في عندنا اشخاص اعمارهم 12 سنه عم بيراهنوا المراهقين عم بيراهنوا باموال حقيقيه عبر الانترنت وعم فيهم يستخدموا هذا الشيء لانه مثل ما قلنا في عندهم كثير سهوله انهم يمارسوا هذه المؤامره عبر الانترنت. So I do want to um, shift gears a little bit here. Um, this is going to be talking about the house edge a little bit and um, this isn't something that you know we necessarily need to talk about but it is important if you um, you know, aren't too familiar with gambling or uh, maybe, you know, your young person or someone you know, even of any age again, um, thinks that gambling is a good way to actually make money. Um, so that's what we hear a lot of times is, you know, I just have to, you know, get these numbers and then I'll be set for life or um, something along those lines of, it seems easy for a person to uh, actually win a large sum of money through gambling. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Um, it is very, very rare for that to happen. And although we hear about it sometimes in the news, uh, it is still a very rare thing. We don't hear about all the people who are losing in the news. Um, so what we're talking about when we're talking about the house edge is this is how casinos or gambling corporations are making money. Um, so what we have to keep in mind is that all of these things, casinos, bingo halls, racetracks, sports books, all of these things are in business to make money. Um, you know, they're not trying to give money out. Um, they have to do that a little bit so that they will keep their customers, uh, but they are trying to make money for themselves. So if we think about it, if they're giving us fair odds, they're not guaranteeing that they are going to be actually making that money and staying in business. So this means that businesses, um, these businesses have to ensure that we as consumers or, you know, the people playing these games don't have that fair chance of winning. So we have a better chance of losing pretty much during any game we're playing uh, than we would of winning. So every time you're betting against the house, Again, using any of these different types of gambling, um, your chance of winning is usually going to be between 25 and 49%. And it's even a lot lower if we're talking about things like the lottery or slot machines. So that is the house edge. This is how casinos and all these types of uh, gambling, this gambling industry is making money off of us. سو so, هون اذا بدنا نحكي عن كيف هيدي الكازينويات عبر الانترنت او المؤامره عبر الانترنت هي عم عم تحصل على المال مننا نحن يلي هو بنسميه كمان من ضمن الهاوس ادج آه كثير من نحن بنسمع او من الشباب اللي بيكونوا قاعدين بين بعضهم انه المؤامره عبر الانترنت هي شيء كثير سهل فيهم يحصلوا على المصاري واذا حصلنا على هيدي المصاري هي هي تساعدني لكل حياتي ما انا ما عادش مضطر امني اشتغل ولكن هيدا الشيء هو بالعكس نحن في كثير من الاخبار اوقات بتخبي انه قد في ناس خسرت من خلال هيدي المؤامره عبر الانترنت قد خسرت كل اموالها ورهنت على كل شيء هي عندها اياه كرمال هيدي المؤامره عبر الانترنت ولكن اذا شفنا نحن من هيدي من ضمن الهاوس ادج هي يلي بتحتوي على الكازيونات قاعه البينجو حلبات السباق الكتب الرياضيه واليانصيب وهيدي كلها من الشركات والمقدمات الخدمات يلي هي عم تشتغل على تكسب هيدي المال من خلال الاشخاص اللي هن عم بيمارسوا هيدي المؤامره عبر الانترنت هيدي الشركات هي بتكسب المال من خلال التاكد من انه انت ما عندك هيدا الشيء انه عندك فرصه تربح 50% او ما عندك طريقه عادله للفوز او عندك بس 50% لتربح من هيدي المؤامره عبر الانترنت. بكل مره انت بتلعب هيدي المؤامره عبر الانترنت بتكون فرصتك بالفوز حوالي من 25 ل 49% فقط بس من نسبة اللي ممكن أنت تربح من خلال مؤامرة عبر الإنترنت. So what we've talked about so far is 
more specifically related to online gambling, again, things like casino online gambling. Um, now we're going to, again, shift gears a little bit and talk more about sports betting. Um, so this is generally online, uh, or at least increasing its online presence as well. Um, but this is slightly different, and it's the activity of predicting or placing a bet again on the outcome of sports. Um, so, you know, it makes sense. It's right there in the name, but we're betting on sports and common sports that people bet on uh, include football, soccer, baseball, uh, basketball, hockey, really any sort of, you know, common sport, especially professional level um, or, you know, even college level. Um, that is basically what people are betting on nowadays. So, إذا بدنا نحكي هلا شو هي المراهنات الرياضية مثل ما كنا عم نحكي عن المقامرة عبر الإنترنت هي من ضمن هذه المقامرات ولكن تعتبر من الرهانات الرياضية هي من مثلا نحن منتنبأ أو منحط رهان على نتائج رياضية معينة. سو so, مثلا منراهن الاشخاص براهنوا على الرياضيات او شو النتائج اللي ممكن تحصل من هيدي الالعاب اللي هن عم بيشوفوها مثل كره القدم الامريكيه او كره كره القدم لكره السله البيسبول سباق السيارات الملاكمه المختلطه سو so, هون نحن كلنا عم نحط مثل نتائج عم نراهن على نتائج من لهيدي الالعاب الرياضيه اللي ممكن تصير So what we have on the screen now is just a couple, um, you know, images and names of different types of sports books. So, um, you know, if you're seeing advertisements, I know I personally am seeing a lot of these advertisements just on social media. There's billboards, uh, you know, depending on what shows or, or streaming services and things like that you use. Um, these advertisements are everywhere. So you've probably seen these even if you haven't realized it. Uh, but these are just some of the, the main sports books or places where, um, you know, people can be betting on sports, whether that's uh, there are in-person versions or um, apps as well. So, you know, Caesars Sportsbook, there's FanDuel, uh, Bet Rivers, they have a casino and a sports book. There's DraftKings uh, and then also Bet MGM. So these are some of the main ones, especially Uh, around our state in Michigan here. So, here in this picture, we have the books or the books that are available on the internet, on the internet, which is, we can say, one of the most important things here in Michigan, and we can see posters and they don't know what they are. But it is a lot of available on the social media or any place you go to. So, it is one of the books on the internet or the books. الرياضيه منها يلي هي سيزر سبورت بوك فاندول بات ريفرز في عندها الكازينو والسبورت بوكس يلي هن المراهنات الرياضيه والمؤامره عبر الانترنت في عندنا الدرافت كينجز وفي عندنا البيت ام جي ام سو هودي هن من فينا نقول النقط المهمه او المطارح المهمه يلي هي ممكن يكون فيها هيدي المؤامره عبر الانترنت او المراهنات الرياضيه اللي ممكن فينا نحن ناخذها بعين الاعتبار ونعرف عن هودي القصص اكثر عن شو بيحكوا هودي القصص. So then we have to consider just like we talked with um, casinos and other types of online betting, uh, we also want to talk about how sports books make money because it is a little bit different here. So Similar to casinos and things like that, uh, again, sports books are in the business of making money. They're trying to ensure that they're going to make money in the long run so that they can stay in business, right? Um, so we also know that, you know, theoretically, at least they can't control the outcome of the sports that people are betting on. So even, you know, the sports book doesn't necessarily know who is going to win at any time. Now, um, what they're going to do is they have what's called the VIG, or it's also known as the juice. Um, this is going to kind of make up for that unknown from their side. Um, so basically, this is a certain number or a certain amount built into the odds of the game that's offered uh, by that sports book. 
So this is going to ensure that the sports book makes money overall. You can basically think of the VIG or the juice as um, kind of like a surcharge um, for a person placing a bet. So you're betting your money, uh, but you're also paying just a little bit extra directly basically to that sports book uh, for them to take your bet. سو so, اذا بدنا نحكي هون كيف كيف نحن او كيف هيدي الكتب الرياضيه هي بتحصل على المال مثل ما حكينا عن الكازينيات او المراهنات الرياضيه او المؤامره عبر الانترنت هي هيدي الشيء بتشتغل نفس الشيء بمجال كسب الاموال فنظرا لهودي الاشخاص اللي هن ما بيقدروا يتحكموا بين نتائج الرياضيه فما ما فيهم يستخدموا هيدي ميزه الهاوس او بطريقه مماثله سو so, فينا عندنا شيء اسمه هذا الفيج سو هو المعروف كمان بالجوس هذا هو رقم معين مدمج بالاحتمالات يلي بيقدمها الرهان الرياضي يلي بيتضمن انه نحن نحقق ربح بشكل عام ويمكن اعتباره كمان بمثابه تكلفه اضافيه لحتى نحن ناخذ رهان شخص معين سو so هي كمان نفس الشيء بتشتغل على الرهانات على كسب المال وعلى كمان نحط المال يعني نخسر المال او نربح المال المعين اللي نحن بنحطه. So I also want to mention uh, again the reason we just shared about the, the juice or the vig and then the house edge uh, again we're just giving this information because it's important to realize um, that You know, these are businesses, they are trying to make that money um, from the people who are betting. But they also do have to kind of pay out a certain amount of money, again, to keep those consumers coming back. If it was just that a casino was always making money, they're never paying money out, it's a lot more likely that people would walk away sooner. So they have to try to keep people playing for as long as they can um, so that they can make more money off of that. Now, this slide is also important um, just again to stress that basically when we're betting against the house or we're betting at a sports book, things like that, the odds of winning are almost always less than 50%. So again, you do have a better chance of losing uh, than you do of winning. This is important to stress to our youth who might think it's kind of that 50-50 chance. You either win or you lose. Um, while that's you know, true in a sense, Um, it's a lot more likely that, that, that you are going to lose there. Now, there are some bets where the odds you know, could be um, more than 50% uh, in your favor. Um, in that case, we're probably talking about something like a sports bet or a, a sports game uh, where you know, there's this team that is very, very good playing this team that's not very good. In this case, Um, it still might not be a great chance to place this bet just because you still don't know the outcome, what the outcome is going to be. Maybe the good team has an off night. And also, even if a person does bet on this game and they win, um, you know, there's not going to be a high profit margin there. They're not going to be making a lot, a lot of money. They would need to put a lot more money down uh, in that case for them to actually walk away with a significant amount of money won. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind too, that usually the odds are going to be low. Uh, when they are high, it still might not be a great option to place that bet. So if we talk about the chances of winning these meetings on the internet, or juice, or house edge, we talked about them, it will be the most likely chances of winning for them is less than 50%. Because usually, the meetings on the internet, they want to make sure that people are still in charge of them. So if this person is winning, it's possible ينسحب بأي وقت كان أو أنه عم بيخسر فممكن يضل على طول يجرب أنه هو بده يربح أكثر فعلى طول نحن في احتمال أنه 50% تربح 50% تخسر ف... وإذا كان في عنا احتمال أكثر أنه تربح أكثر من 50% فهذا الاحتمال هو كثير ضئيل وغالبا ما بيستحق هذا الرهان لأنك ما بتعرف شو المصاري اللي ممكن ترجع لك أو شو الكمية اللي هي محطوطة اللي أنت عم بتراهن عليها كمان أكثر من هيك سو so, ممكن هذا الشيء نخليه بعين بعين الاعتبار لحتى نوعي الشباب عليها انه هذا الشيء مش على طول انت يمكن تربح فيها ولا على طول انك تخسر ف 
فلازم يكونوا واعيين لهيدي الالعاب والمقامرات عبر الانترنت والرهانات الرياضيه او اي شيء ممكن يتعلق بالمقامره او المراهنات. So um, that is brings us towards the end of our information. We do want to just share some additional resources here as well. Um, so again, with LAHC, we do have a youth gambling prevention program. So we are on the prevention side of things. That is what we try to do is prevent gambling problems from developing. Uh, but we also know that it is very important to have those treatment resources accessible. Um, so really the, the first one on the screen here, this is probably one of the best places to start. Um, if you know someone, whether that is your youth or you know someone of any age, if they're struggling with gambling, uh, we want to get them help. So the Michigan Problem Gambling Helpline, that is basically your first stop there. And this is something that you as you know, a bystander or a loved one of that person can call um, yourself, or if you know, maybe someone um, is struggling and they're listening to this uh, today as well, um, they can call as well. So that number for the Michigan Problem Gambling Helpline is 1-800-270-7117. Um, and again, that is a great resource that will kind of connect you to um, a counselor um, for free, open 24-7, um, and then that can connect you to additional resources as well. So we also do have the Detroit Wayne Integrated Health Network Crisis Helpline here. Um, this one's not specific to gambling struggles, uh, but basically if someone's struggling with any kind of issue, they could call this number here on the screen as well, 1-800-241-4949. Um, then we also have on the Michigan uh, Department of Health and Human Services website, they have a lot of great information for gambling help, again, specific to our state. Uh, and then on a national scale, there's the National uh, Council on Problem Gambling and the Responsible Gambling Council too. Um, and last but not least, I do want to just kind of give a, a little plug for us again at, at LAHC. Um, so, you know, if you want to find out any more information about our uh, gambling um, prevention program or anything related to that, we can connect you with additional resources too. Uh, and you can go to our website on the screen as well. سو اذا حدا بده يحب يعرف اكثر من المعلومات على المقامره عبر الانترنت او يحصل على مساعده اذا نحن ب ال اي اتش سي بنعمل توعيه حول المؤامره عبر الانترنت او المراهنات الرياضيه واذا بدكم تحصلوا على معلومات اكثر في عندنا الويب سايت تبعنا يلي هو lahc.org وفي عندنا اول هيلبلاين اللي هو اسمه Michigan Problem Gambling Helpline اللي هو واحد هذا أكثر شيء مخصص للأشخاص اللي ممكن هلأ من الناس اللي عم بيحضرونا هن عندهم ممكن استخدموا هذه المؤامرة عبر الإنترنت أو ممكن كمان توعية لأشخاص تعرفون ممكن تعرضوا للمؤامرة عبر الإنترنت أو المراهنات ممكن يساعدون وهي بتكون كمان في عندنا مساعد في عندهم مساعدة مجانية في عندهم بحولوكن على ناس متخصصين ممكن يساعدوكن كمان في الديترويد وين كمان هيلبلاين الخط المساعد اللي هو مش بس مخصص للمؤامرة عبر الإنترنت أو المراهنات الرياضية هو كمان مخصص لمساعدات تانية فيكن تتصلوا على هذا الرقم الموجود كمان على michigan.gov في كمان National Council or on Problem Gambling هودي كمان للأشخاص اللي عندهم المشاكل عبر المؤامرة كمان عبر الإنترنت so هودي أغلبية الأشخاص أو المصادر اللي ممكن تساعدكم بهذا الموضوع وكمان بدنا نرجع ننوه إنه نحن هون ب LAHC إذا بدكم معلومات أكثر على المؤامرة عن الإنترنت أو الرهانات ممكن تحصلوا على معلومات من عنا كمان أو مساعدة بحي الله شيء تاني خاصة بهذا الموضوع so, thank you, Salima and Tom, for this uh, important presentation. A few questions. Uh, uh, before that, I'd like to, uh, before going to the questions, and I, I do ask the uh, people who are watching this live right now that they can participate by asking their questions or comments in the comment section. Um, first of all, the golf outing uh, fundraiser for and the athletic departments of uh, Star International Academy, Universal Academy, Universal Learning Academy is still taking place. 
uh, on um, uh, June 17. And there are a few tickets left for golfers. If you're interested in playing golf with the cause of supporting the athletic uh, department. I also want to say congratulations for uh, Nergis Ali Beige from Star International Academy. She's a junior there. Uh, her art is featured uh, this week in the uh, MOCAD, the Museum of Contemporary Art Detroit, uh, for the annual teen art exhibit. Uh, so if you are visiting the exhibit, uh, check out the piece that was contributed by uh, Nergis. And just a reminder for the parents of HGS Academies that today is the last day to fill your parents' survey and give us your feedback so we can continue on improving uh, our schools. So this is, you know, such a, uh, an, an important topic. And the first question I want to ask you is, is gambling a disease? We have come a long way to define the addiction of uh, substance use, the addiction on drugs. We came a long way to define it as a disease. And, uh, you know, re uh, re you know re-educate uh, the public about it being a disease is gambling at this point considered also a disease or not yet yes that's a great question so um it actually is there is a diagnosable um condition uh gambling disorder it is in the dsm-5 uh, but it i will mention the the gambling really is very very similar to um, substance use disorder. So if, you know, we're looking at brain scans, uh, basically when a person is gambling, it is in a sense like they are high on a substance. Um, their brain is reacting in a very, very similar way to if they actually were using a substance uh, and if they had a substance use disorder. So a lot of times these do kind of get grouped. Uh, and we also are with um, LAHC's a substance use disorder and mental health program too. So, um, you know, that's why we, we talk about these very similar things um, a lot of times together because they, they do um, coexist a lot and they do act in a very similar way on the brain. Thank you. Do you want to translate that, Salima? Yeah, sure. So, so I'll hold on is a Muammar internet here to Tabar Marad. بشكل فعلي ولا لا والجواب هون هو انه المقامره عبر الانترنت هي تعتبر مرض مثل مثل كان واحد عم بيتعاطى المخدرات لانه هي بنفس الوقت اثنيناتهم عم بياثروا على على الدماغ سو so كيف عم بيشتغل الدماغ عنا على الادمان مثل فينا ناخذها مثل انه الشخص اللي هو كثير عم بيتعاطى المخدرات فعطول نحن عقلنا وجسمنا بده هذا الشيء مره ثانيه وثالثه ورابعه فكيف هو اللي كمان اللي عم بيمارس هذه المؤامره عبر الانترنت فلاقى مثلا في تفاعل اول مره بده يرجع يمارس هذا الشيء مره ثانيه لحتى يحصل على نتيجه اكثر من قبل ويحس بهذا الشعور الحافز انه هو رضي عن هذا الشيء اللي عمله فهو يعتبر مرض لانه بياثر بشكل كثير على تطور الدماغ وحركته انه بده هذا الشيء اكثر من مره ثانك يو يو نو يو اس كازينوز ذس يير هاف Uh, or last year, they've topped $60 billion in revenue. That is uh, their best year ever, according to U.S. News, uh, February 15, 2023. Online gambling itself grew by 35.2% to $5 billion. That's a huge increase for a one-year uh, increase. The association said that 84 million American adults, almost 34% of the adult population, one out of three adults have visited a casino in the past uh, year. Mm -hmm. And the online, that's not even counting the sports betting. The sports betting by itself grew to a staggering $93.2 billion. If you put the two together, you're talking about more than $150 billion of money spent on uh, gambling. When do you think that this phenomena will become a pandemic? That's a, that's a good question and tough question. Um, I mean, I think personally, I think we're, we're right on the edge. Um, it is, you know, people are, again, they have the access. Um, they can be gambling at any time, anywhere. Um, we're 
going to be seeing, you know, online casinos, online gambling increasing for many, many years. Uh, it may happen that more in-person types start to decrease a little bit. And we, we see that online really start to grow even more from there. But um, yeah, I think that um, this is kind of a, a hidden problem in, in many cases. Many people don't uh, view this as a very big problem, but um, it is very major and it is just growing from here. So, مثل ما ذكر وسام انه في عنا ارقام كبيره عم تطلع من من خلال المراهنه عبر الانترنت او المقامره وهذا الشيء عم بيزيد اكثر فالسؤال كان هون اذا هذا الشيء هو حيكون مرض العصر ولا لا او فالجواب هو انه نحن ممكن هذا يصير هو مرض العصر لانه كرمال المؤامره عبر الانترنت بالذات هي عم بتزيد والاشخاص يمكن ما تاخذها بشكل جدي وفعلا انه هذا الشيء هو عم بيزيد وعم بياثر على الشباب وعلى الاولاد اللي هي عم بتمارس هذا الشيء في احتمال انه تنقص المراهنات او المقامره بشكل شخصي نروح نحن نروح الاشخاص على محل الكازينيات الفعليه ويمكن وتزيد عبر الانترنت لانه هذا الشيء مثل ما قلنا كثير سهل انه يوصلوا له وكثير سهل انه يمارسوه وكثير ما بشكل عليهم تعب اكثر للاشخاص ففينوا يمارسوها باي وقت واي مكان كان. There's something that I've noticed that some teenagers, some teenagers are hooked up on, and it's interesting because in some way it is, it's, it's a, it has a positive aspect, but then in the other way, it is getting uh, very similar to uh, to the to the issue of gambling, which is story chapters. I don't know if you've heard about that. So there are certain uh, websites or apps that sell. A story, but they sell it one chapter at a time, and it can be a dollar a chapter, and then the chapter ends in a in a very exciting way, wanting you to read more. But that you know doesn't get released except after, you know, a month or something. But you can pay a dollar, and get that next chapter, or you can you know pay you know, uh, a little bit more and get the chapter after. And, and then, you know, and the pricing goes up to, to $5. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had this, you know, I've, I've had uh, a, a, the issue of, of knowing of some teenagers who are uh, actually uh, doing that. And it's interesting because it's, it's you know, it's not considered gambling. But I just wonder if it uses the same psychology. And, um, you know, I told the parents to actually uh, uh, challenge the, the, the charges because I felt that there was a sort of manipulation for the teenager to continue, uh, you know, buying uh, the story and spending, and spending their money on it. And they actually disputed the charges and they, and they got refunded with, with the charges. But I wonder if, if that's something that you've heard about or what's your thoughts on it and how, how similar is it to, to gambling? That's a good question too. And uh, I actually personally have not heard of those before, but um, I don't know, Selena, you might have. But um, yeah, I think that is very interesting. Um, I can't comment too much about it because I don't know too much about it, but I think that um, it, it sounds like there might be something suspect going on there a little bit. It might be kind of trying to use, like you like you mentioned, a little bit of the psychology there that uh, you know you're you're kind of uh, in a way paying for a chance at you know something some sort of win in a way, getting that that next chapter or something. Um, so I think that's definitely some sort of manipulation relation there um, but yeah I can't comment too much further than that I would say at this time yeah me too I didn't hear about this before mm-hmm. and I don't know if we can say it's like a kind of gambling or beating because it depends on the kind of the stories and chapters also what they are selling so right. um, yeah yeah I mean if as teenagers they've always had some sort of uh, items that they you know they're addictive from, I don't know, Pokemon cards to uh, conversation to another, there's always something that, 
you feel that the, the market manipulates or a trend that, um, but the, I think that the, the common denominator here is the, is the brain psychology mm-hmm. behind all these habits, the little pleasure that is seek uh, where the action becomes irrational, like paying $1 per chapter for eventually a book that can be purchased for much less uh, as, as a book. Uh, I mean, even uh, Amazon uh, publishing is now promoting that type of publishing, publish one story and sell, uh, sell a book, a chapter at a time. The issue is, is, is the teenager capable of deciphering their emotions and making the right rational decision uh, with, their, with their money? It all goes back to the age and consent, and uh, there's a lot of gray area there. So yeah, that wasn't a question, but uh, the other question, <laughs> uh, another question is um, as far as the age verifications. Now this this, ha- this issue has been constantly the issue that's coming up in all you know the, the abuse of social media, the, uh, just the the that. Uh, what's considered to be a safety, uh, which is asking about the age or limiting an application to a certain age, all of a sudden, uh, it's just basically a click of a button with no verification, with no consequences. And it's often that uh, teenagers or children, they just, you know, they lie about their age and they get access to whatever application they want. Do you feel that... uh, Eventually, there will be a method for age verification. There will be some legislation attached to that. I mean, I wish that uh, governments move in the direction of actually a more solid verification of age. Yeah, I think that um, that is likely in the future. Um, And I will say there probably are some sites... um, where the verification process is a little bit more um, than just that, that simple click. I know there's some that are just a simple click. Yes, I'm of age. Um, others, you know, you might have to put in a little bit more information. Uh, but even with that, I think that uh, there might be some, some pushback, I guess, of like how much information do you have to put in? Um, so I think it, it's, it's a kind of fine line between um, you know, people would want to, to keep our children safe and things like that, them away from um, using these. But I think it's also, um, you know, the, the access and how limiting it is maybe for, for adults and things like that, too. So um, I think it is probably likely that in the future we'll see some sort of legislation there. But uh, it's also kind of hard to say, I guess. Yes. Uh, I know that we went over time, but it's just very fast. Uh, scratch tickets are uh, scratch off tickets are a form of gambling. They're also limited for people who are 18 years or older, but they are considered uh, gambling. Is, is, do you do you want to do any? Do you want to comment on this, uh, Salim or Tom? Yeah. So um, yeah, these are definitely a form of gambling. Um, Again, if we just kind of think of that, that definition is we're, you know, wagering some sort of money or we're putting some sort of money down uh, for an opportunity, basically, right? So a chance of winning something. Uh, and that's essentially what we've got here is, you know, you're paying money, scratching off, maybe you win something, maybe you don't. Um, there's also a lot of other problems um, with scratch offs specifically or, or lotto tickets, those sorts of things too, where, Uh, First off, the odds of winning something significant are very, very low, even lower than other types of gambling. Um, But uh, also, it's kind of how the the culture is, or or many different cultures, I guess, um, view these in different ways, and they use them in different ways. Um, I know that that some people uh, for holidays or something are even, you know, young people are are given scratch-off tickets or lottery tickets. Um, as a gift, you know, an opportunity, a chance there. Uh, and that, again, the younger that a person starts gambling or is exposed to that sort of thing, um, the more likely it is in the future that they're going to uh, develop, you know, problems with gambling. So 
Uh, I think that's important to mention as well for, for scratch-off tickets there. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. I want you, Salima, to translate that very important point that lottery, although some people, and we're talking about adults here, view it as some sort of contribution or, uh, you know, they, they don't view it necessarily as a form of uh, gambling. Uh, they, uh, some of them, they, you know, they justify it by saying it's a, it mostly goes to uh, fund schools, etc. But at the end of the day, it is, it has the same psychology as the uh, uh, psychology of gambling. And for uh, young people, it can be a gateway uh, tool for, for a, a larger gambling problem. So it is something that we need to uh, keep our kids away from. Yeah, so can I be with some honey and a lottery? Ali Hill Yanosib, and he came in to Tabar or Lura Yanosib and Agla Benes Matarafia, and he came in a kid to Tabar, uh, Wahte Men Amel Muamara, uh, our Murahanet, and Nahna had a sham Nestria la Tour, uh, Marbuhna Awal Mara Falshas Belahaza Behalo, Marabah Awal Mara, Majel Haz, Mittlebiulo Fabijao, Bishiro had a shimaratani, Telti, Rabba la Hatta, Yasal or Alashili Badunia. Had a shake a man. هو بنفس الوقت خسارة للأموال اللي نحن عم نهدره عم ندفع بشكل هوس ومش طبيعي وما عم ننتبه نحن كم مرة عم نشتري من هيدا الشيء لحتى يطلع الرقم يلي هو موافق للينصيب ونربح المبلغ من المال اللي بدنا إياه وهذه كمان نوع من سياسة الشركات إن هي بتخلي الشخص على طول يشتري لحتى مثل بيسبب هذا الشيء مثل إدمان عنده لحتى يخلوا كمان الأشخاص الضر عم تشتري من هذا الشيء فالمهم كمان أنه ننبه الشباب والأولاد عنا أنه هذا كمان نوع من المؤامرة نوع من سياسة الشركات معينة اللي هي عم تخلينا نضل نشتري من هذا الشيء ونهدر الأموال تبعنا كذا مرة عشان نحصل على الشيء اللي بدنا إياه Thank you, thank you LHC, thank you Tom and Salima for this broadcast, thank you parents and community has been watching this. This will be available immediately after we're done uh, as a recording, and it can be shared via the same links on Facebook and YouTube of the academies. And we will see you in the next uh, family engagement broadcast. And have a great weekend. Thank you, Isam. Thank you, you too. HES Academies have been serving the Detroit metro area for over 23 years, promoting academic excellence, leadership, and cultural diversity, ranking as some of the top schools in the state of Michigan. Our pre-K through 12th grade students enjoy tuition-free, state-accredited education by STEM-certified and highly qualified staff with no geographical restrictions, and with advanced placement, college dual enrollment, scholarship, and Arabic language programs. Nor International Academy in Sterling Heights at NIAPSA.org. Star International Academy in Dearborn Heights and in Canton at StarPSA.org. Universal Academy in Detroit at UniversalPSA.org. And Universal Learning Academy in Westland at ULAPSA.org. Join HES Academies today and enjoy a free Chromebook for every enrolled student.